disaster artist. Everyone's talking about it, including us. Yeah, we're uh, we're here right now to talk about it. Yeah. We saw it today. This would be an example of us reviewing <laughs> yes. the movie The Disaster Artist. Uh, I saw it, this wasn't really planned. I saw it. Monday night, mm-hmm. and you saw it tonight, which mm-hmm. is Tuesday night. So yes. look at that. I know my days of the week. No, you don't, because you saw it on Sunday night. Shit, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the that most... That was the most unintentionally comedy thing and, Right, and that was the most like simple brag that still ended up I being a wrong brag. It. Mm. It's being like, oh, well, you know, me just got... Ten fingers. Oh, just humble, I have nine humble fingers. Old me. Yeah, humble old me. Knowing the days of the week. Uh, well, yes, unintentionally uh, funny works because that's uh, exactly what this movie the, is about. It's the only kind of humor that I know. Now, neither of us had seen the room. Correct. Neither in full. You'd in seen, full. I'd yeah. seen uh, a good portion. So you of it. got it. Yeah. You knew, yeah. Uh, so this is the tale of the guys who made the room, which was a 2003 film that was fucking terrible and was a, is a cult classic for how bad it is and how awkward and just bizarre the lead character and producer, director, writer, whole shebang, Tommy Wiseau was. Uh, Official synopsis? Yeah. Uh, With the disaster artist, James Franco transforms the tragenomic true story. Oh, tragicomic. Mm. Have you ever heard that word? No, but that describes my life. (laughs) That's very true. Tragicomic true story of aspiring filmmaker and infamous Hollywood outsider Tommy Wiseau, an artist whose passion was as... as sincere as his methods were questionable, into a celebration of friendship, artistic expression, and dreams pursued against insurmountable odds. Based on Greg Sestero's best-selling tell-all about the making of Tommy's cult classic disaster piece, The Room, the greatest bad movie ever made, The Disaster Artist is a hilarious and welcome reminder that there is no more... That there is more than one way to become a legend and no limit to what you can achieve when you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. That synopsis was really big on the mashup compound words. Yeah, it really was. I do love Disaster Disaster Piece. Piece, That's That's so great. I hadn't heard that, but it does describe my life. That's the second straight week in which we've done wordplay on uh, Masterpiece. Because... Uh, Babes in Toyland had the musical number Monster Piece. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. We got a monster piece, and now we have a disaster piece. Uh, this movie was better than Babes in Toyland. <laughs> yeah. But they're both similar in that they're both disaster piece. So like, I would consider Babes in Toyland to be a disaster piece. It's a Cincinnati piece. Ooh. <laughs> it is a disaster piece. It's, a, it's basically like a disaster piece version of The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, so... This movie is fucking beloved, was gonna be beloved. I sound like an asshole saying that already. Um, I It has a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, I, got a problem with that? I got a little problem yeah, with that, yeah. Debut a new segment called You Got a Problem With That? Yeah, You Got a, new, you got a Problem With That? Mm. And then you, you have to say, mm, so mm. people can tell yeah. that you're turning and crossing your arms. <laughs> you, you Got a Problem With That? Mm. I'm DJ Bean, and I've got a problem with that. Mm. It's like a, it's like the Family Guy. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, this is your segment. I actually, kinda, I got a problem with that, and I got a problem with that. Uh, one of my, I looked up today. I was mid rant about Jack Antonoff, and I looked up, and one of my coworkers was recording on her phone. I was like, "How fucking long has that been running?" She was like, 
19 minutes. Right, yeah. She was like, I, you should, I'd never heard someone say Jack Antonoff so many times. on my phone. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this is, I, I had to use six burners to get this whole thing. Because it was a fucking thing where my coworkers was like, eventually, you'll, I'm, this sounds like I'm, I don't like this coworker. Love this coworker. But this coworker was like, eventually you'll like uh, Getaway Car. No, I fuck it. Like, please. It's not a I don't like it yet kind of thing. And I don't dislike Getaway Car. It's just not. It's not the not best. Yeah, car. it's it fucking rules. Yeah, pff, get out of here. It eventually you'll. Eventually you won't love it that much. All right. So, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. I considered it good. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, I had not seen The Room, but I was told by many people. Uh, that means I was told many times by Jeff Israel that <laughs> right. you don't need to see the room and that it was made very well for people who did not see the room. Uh, from seeing it, I feel that way because I, I fully understood it, yeah. but I also wonder if... Pa- our guy Patrick was very adamant that you should see the room before... Oh, really? Yeah, before Ooh. seeing this movie. But that was before this movie came out. So, Oh, so that's a new segment called I'm Patrick, and I'm not <laughs> totally sure what I'm talking about. Mm. First time for everything, Patrick's fucking brilliant. Patrick, Patrick knows what he's talking about even when he doesn't know what yeah. he's talking about. He is, oh my god, that guy's a savant. Um, We should have him on again soon. Uh, So, did we like it out of four points? Out of four points, I'm going to give it a, uh, a 3.8 out of four because I really, really liked this movie. Uh, It was just a... A really fun time. It kind of felt like a it felt like a documentary like slash reenactment, and it was just like it was a disaster piece. Mm. <laughs> it was just fucking. It was no, it wasn't a, a disaster piece. It was yeah. just like a really fun movie that I felt like all the performances were really good. All the performances uh, were really good. Had a million people that I liked mm-hmm. in the movie. Uh, I think my one of my favorite parts of this movie was just the 90 straight minutes of recognizing people and being excited that they were involved with this movie. Uh, yeah, but you got to be careful with that because you don't want it to distract from the movie. But this is, if, if any movie is okay, because like, you don't want to go fucking Austin Powers where eventually it just became so many fucking cameos. And you're like, what the fuck am I watching here? Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Where's What, what happened to Elizabeth Hurley? She wasn't a fucking fembot. That was a fucking cop-out. Uh, yeah, but for like something like this, you can you can get away with it because... It's it it's is so, so linear yeah. and oh, like okay. it, and like it kind of it stays on the exact same storyline and it just has like role players and and all like it wasn't it wasn't super cameo heavy uh, it, but it was just like people that I really liked playing supporting roles. I thought that the person who stole the show I forget his name all the time bald teethy guy from the league uh, Paul Shear Paul Shear. He was. I thought that he gave the best performance in the movie. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was awesome. He didn't give the best performance in the movie because that obviously goes to Franco. Oh yeah, that's close. true. But like, like Paul Shear wasn't. Uh, he was one of the few characters. Actually, that's not true. I think that it was. There were a lot of straight men in the movie because James Franco's character was everybody, so fucking crazy that like everything is right. Yeah. Exactly, everything is kind of balancing out how fucking ridiculous this guy is. But I thought that he was really great, and that when when he would blow up at uh, Franco, it was awesome. Uh, Dave Franco, I rarely have complaints about. I know that people think that he makes all the same fucking faces and he talks in the same voices. Well, they always fucking work. So suck my dick. <laughs> but, I give it. But if he's playing, if he's playing a real life, uh, Dave Franco should not play real life people. 
he That's should true. not portray anybody in real like life the other, than, other than Dave Franco because it's just so hard to believe Dave Franco as but anybody else. But he was playing a 19-year-old kid who's all fucking champing at the bit. It's champing, not chomping, to become an actor and go to Hollywood. I totally buy that. Yeah, but it's it's also like it's very hard to look past the fact that it's Dave Franco. Mm. And if you're recognizing Dave Franco, it, it, the dynamic of recognizing that that's his brother mm. is it's it's a weird thing. It's hard if to If you get watch past. that movie though and you are more distracted by how crazily Dave Franco it is, then James Franco deserves every Academy Award in the world because he was he was fucking classic wild and crazy uh franco he can do no wrong too though i think that he's i don't know if this like people consider james franco to be like one of the greats right uh i don't think so i think okay i think at at one point people recognize that he was like a really weird guy yeah i remember that all the gay rumors no, like just really weird, and like he was doing art. Doing that's poems. not to suggest that gay is weird. You can't shut the fuck up. Mm, uh, mm, but like there were just a, a lot. Like that? people were saying a lot of things <laughs> about him. Mm. They were like, "Why is he going to school?" Blah right. blah. Well, like, like, why doesn't he have like, like a wife and shit like it that? It felt like he was really trying to force being a Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that he's since kind of reeled it in mm-hmm. and been like a passion project kind of guy yeah and now i think that he's getting back into his stock is rising again Mm. because before it was it was sinking a little bit he was hitting on like 14 year olds on instagram Uh at one point um it was uh, that allegedly Mm. um but we had the discussion at some point in the not so distant past the uh the franco power rankings yeah i think we might have put dave above james yeah but it, that's not the case anymore. I think James is is above Dave. Both think, James has legend have, status, and Dave doesn't have that yet. Well, I think we may have discussed it in the looks department because that seems like something that we would we would do. But I I think I would put James I think I put ahead. James ahead of Dave. I think because like James is he's clean he's cleaned up. No, but like James is just like attractively shitty, and Dave not Franco anymore, is Dave think. Franco is a fucking cute kid. James Franco is shitty and hot and that is well i think at some at one point james let himself go and mm. he kind of looked like a dump he's done a lot of Wahlberging of late taking a lot of roles where he can show off that yep good pecs he uh he was in great shape for this movie good good looking booty uh <laughs> i gave this a uh 2.6 on whether or 2. not 6. i liked it yeah hmm. um what's your complaints with it just uh it I only laughed a few times. Um, it it wasn't as stimulating as I thought it would be. I thought that it would be like, you can't fucking take your eyes off this shit because of how insane it is. And I just never really got that feeling. But great performances, just not... not as captivating as I thought it would be. I thought it was it was everything that I wanted it to be and more. Mm. Um, so I, I, I know that I know that I'm going to be the outlier here, and I'm very surprised that I did didn't fucking that I wasn't head over heels. I just thought it was uh, it, the. I really think that the best word that I can describe the movie as is just like fun. It is a very yes. fun movie. Yes, yes. Uh, how did everybody look out of two? <laughs> this one's really difficult because. 
they're not really supposed to look good. Right. Like James Franco. So like James Franco gets high marks for his shitty beard because or Dave Franco gets high marks for his shitty beard because his shitty beard is just like the fucking dude's shitty beard. And and James Franco Mm. uh not doesn't look great, not supposed to look great. Mm. Uh his body was was very good. We've already gone over this. Um I I don't know. I think I would uh I would give it a like a one 1.5 1.5 because I feel like everybody looked sort of like they were supposed to look except for the uh the kid from the Hunger Games. Oh yeah, who had yeah. That, like really just weird, intentionally bad wig. wig. Yeah. yeah. That was confusing. I think they th- that was where they were kind of going out of the way to show that it was a shoddy project. Uh I give it uh 2 out of 2 oh, okay. because uh two things. Allison Brie Always looks gorgeous. Oh my God. But the scene where they go to a taco a taco restaurant to tell <laughs> uh what's his name? Tommy? Yeah. Tommy that uh Greg is moving out. She's just wearing a very great uh casual going out to dinner uh attire. Like if I if if there was if I was on like a like a like an eighth date and saw that it was just like a kind of a casual thing and that that whatever that outfit was was going on i'd be like man eight great outfits just saved the best one for number eight pretty cool can't believe it took us this long but uh we have not mentioned that zach efron was in this movie oh right zach efron's in it yes and he was great i thought he was great yeah he was played like just like a jacked up actor yeah uh yeah who is this? I don't remember her being. Well, the big movie. one for me is that Zoe Dutch Deitch, Zoe Richard Deitch, Zoe Dutch. What's her name? I don't know. You don't know her name? I don't know who you're talking she about. She was here. in Daddy. She was in Zaddy's home, and she is in Everybody Wants Some. Oh, she just yeah, like yeah, okay, just okay. an unbelievably pretty face, and also she's gorgeous. a very very good body. You know who? You know who I love was in this movie, uh, and she's very underrated. June Diane Raphael. Who's that? She is the blonde woman. Oh, yeah, the girl. No, 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 no. The, she's the blonde woman who uh, I don't even know what she's from, but. She might have some relation to Paul Shear because I'm seeing her in pictures. This woman right here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she was uh, in Flight of the Concords. She's like an older woman, mm. and she's just like really gorgeous. If she, if yeah, she, she if was she, in Year One. Wow, she's Paul Shear's wife. Good for him. Nothing ever surprises me, man. Good Nothing for ever him. Surprises me. Um, what? Well, uh, the but the girl, the the lead girl, the blonde girl. Yes, I think that she's really pretty, and she was in the for a good time call movie with yeah. uh, Seth Rogen's wife. So maybe that's how she got involved. There's in that a project. lot of like, a, yeah. There's a lot of hey, this I'm person knows that person, and yeah, in this movie. <laughs> Judd Apatow was in it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how Franco and and uh, Seth Rogen were able to bag that. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, but. I mean, like, that's... And Judd Apatow played the biggest asshole ever. Yeah, I wonder if that actually happened. Uh, it might have, but... I think it's if, more likely that he's, that, like, the big... He's, he's the obvious big Hollywood name shot. they know that they could... Right, right. yeah. So, like, like that, decision maker. He may have played... Like, that may have happened to Tommy Wiseau... With somebody. With somebody else. Yeah. But, but they can convince uh, Judd Apatow to be an asshole because he kind of, like, likes them, so... Mm. Are we stealing anything from it? I am giving this a 0.00 because I already laugh at really bad shit that is very inappropriate to laugh at. So I can't steal What's that move. What's very inappropriate? 
what uh, Tommy Wiseau, he, like all the dialogue, he j- he goes like, ha 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 ha. It's shit that you're not supposed to laugh at. The scene where uh, he's talking about the girl getting <laughs> hit, getting and yeah, and he's like, ha ha, funny story, Mark. Like I wouldn't do that, but I laugh at like uh, dead people. I laugh at. I would give it a. Uh, I- I'm also going to give it a zero out mm. of two, but. It's for a much different reason because anything that you're going to steal from this movie, you're going to steal from the room and not the, the Ooh, disaster artist. Nice old technicality, but yeah, uh, it's just like it's it's basically just uh, a recreation of the of mm-hmm. uh, of the room. So yeah, that's what it is. And and uh, some guy uh, responded to me because I tweeted about seeing the disaster artist and how much I liked it, and he was like. Some guy on Twitter responded to me. He was like, hey, have you seen The Room? It's the movie that this is kind of based oh, on. Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah. I was like, kind of based on? Yeah. The fuck are you talking and about? And Twitter's kind of based on being a psychopath. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, is it problematic? This one's actually tough for me. I have no idea how to answer this. I think I'm going to wait for you to give an answer and steal from you because, like, they're not making... The only person they'd really be making fun of is Tommy Wiseau and... I'm assuming he's on board with this because otherwise they wouldn't have fucking made it. So yeah, I mean, like it's it. This is a. I think this is the most difficult. Is it problematic? Yeah, that we've ever had because we don't know what we want it to be. Right, because it's a. I think because it's a movie about a disaster piece that you kind of want it to be problematic, mm. but it's also that's also tough because anything that's problematic presumably actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, that's true actually. I think the most problematic thing that happened in the movie was Tommy's treatment of the female lead in the movie. Yeah, where that he was, was like a, he was like a real asshole. But that sounds like maybe it happened. Oh, you would I think mean, it, it did. It would, yeah. Absolutely. I think it I mean it's based off the book which If they're making fun of how weird he is, it would be very mean to then also add in like also we haven't hurt this guy enough. <laughs> right. Let's make him into a fucking woman-hating monster. Here's the true story of how weird this guy was and why like he's so weird that it became a cult classic, but we have to exaggerate how weird he was. Yes. And we're going to add things on top of that. Uh so I think I'm going to give it a uh I'll go. I'll play it down the middle. A one out of two. Yeah, just because I'm having real. I'll do it. I'll do. I'll I'll give it that too. Do you have a favorite scene from this movie? Uh, favorite scene from the movie. Uh, I mean, I laughed when they were watching. Uh, when they were at the screening, or at the premiere, and Jason Manzuka says. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty great. Uh, I thought the premiere scene was a little overdone. Like everybody was fucking screaming, laughing in the theater. Yeah, I feel like that's not the way that it happened. Hmm. It, I don't know. It, that felt a little exaggerated to me because I think that it's when you have like a piece of shit movie and you go in not expecting it to be a piece of shit movie. That you don't immediately have the reaction like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy this for it being as terrible as it is. Yeah. I feel like that comes with time. Uh, But my favorite scene in the movie was Megan Mullally, who plays Dave Franco's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. when uh, Dave Franco goes to move to L.A. She gets sassed hard. With uh, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. just like the interactions that Dave Franco's mom 
or Greg in the movie has with Tommy Wiseau is just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he's just because the he back really, and forth. Like he really has no awareness whatsoever. Oh, well, definitely not. But most of his interactions in the beginning are with people in a world that he's created. So, like he adopts greg as like his friend and his brother and all that shit so they have this weird fucking world that they both kind of understand but in the beginning of the movie uh for like the first i don't know like 25 minutes he's only really like existing in that world so when he has to step out of it to have like a mother be like where are you going with my child he just does not know how to to work that situation right. at all did you get uh did you get like uh vibes that they wanted to fuck each other or like that Tommy that he might to have want, uh i, I did I, I got points. there was some vibe he was like protective of him he was in, very like, a creepy jealous. way yeah he was very jealous of uh allison of, brie of allison brie and their relationship yeah but also like he made a joke about hey we're gonna share this bed yeah and then click quickly was like just kidding yeah and like there were just like subtle references to like maybe yeah. they wanted to that to i don't think that dave franco did yeah right but yeah. uh yeah i don't know all right let's add him up uh let's see mm, it's the worst carry that i have to mm, carry the one we're doing math here Chicken the change, carry the one, divided by two, here we go. Okay! Uh, do you have your score? Five more minutes. Wow, my score is way lower than I thought it would be. I, mine is, mine's not high. Not. Mine is. I did not. Yeah. Uh, this movie is yeah, not the hit. I did not. Uh, I like that when they showed those side by side, uh, he absolutely did not do that in the original well, it was not. It was not that yeah. accentuated. Yeah, he was just like, I did, I not. did not hit it. Yeah, and he was and, like, I and Franco not. was like, I did not. <laughs> uh, I have it at a five point eight out of ten. Ah, I have a six point three out of ten. Ooh, unless I screwed up my math, which is I don't a think very so. possible thing. Uh, yeah, six point three out of ten, which is surprisingly low, mm. but. Um, but it shows it's but a fair rating system. It, it shows that, that our rating system is unique because, again, I... <laughs> because a lot of times when we get our scores, we're like, I don't feel that way about <laughs> right? it. But I think the important thing to take away here is that uh, did we like it is a 3.8 mm. out of 4 for me. Yeah. Okay. And uh, beautiful. 